Hey, sports fans, you're tuned into the Emerald City Fandom Podcast. We're Seattle fans talking Seattle sports. We're your hosts. I'm Connor. I'm Sam. And I'm Justin. You ready to get started? Let's send it! Welcome back to the pod, folks. This is episode 76. And boy, that happened a lot quicker than I thought it was going to. I don't know about you guys, but... um... We're going to the Big Ten, guys. We're going to the Big Ten. Come on! I don't know what's Woo! more. I don't know what's more butchered: the opening of this episode or the Pac-12, Pac-4. I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut that. The listeners are not even going to know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, that was boys, the liquor talking. Boys, I'm excited. I We're mean, on the party. Obviously, guys. we'll we'll debate everything, pros, cons, whatever. Yeah. But it's it's a good day for UW, and that's it's a good day. It's a good week. It's a good outlook for the University, for the University of Washington, Washington athletic program, specifically football. Yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Cool. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go around the room in a second and uh, kind of, you know, react to our news. I guess we, let's let's do that while we're sipping, well, sure. while we introduce what we're sipping. So, Sam, let's start with you. You're, you're our resident Husky insider. Friday comes around and, uh, you know, I mean, we had some 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 rumors out and stuff in the morning, but when, when it was officially announced that Huskies were headed to the big 10 with Oregon, by the way, I should say that, um, what was your initial reaction? And before you say that, what are you sipping on tonight? I am back on the old faithful Jack Daniels tonight to celebrate must this be wonderful football news. season. <laughs> must, must be, be football, football season. season. And, uh, yeah, I mean, first reaction, it was pretty wild waking up to texts from both you and Justin, like hearing that all the rumors flying around that the Pac-12 was like struck a deal and they're going to like sign in blood, the grant of rights and all this and that. And I was just like pretty sad. I was just could not believe that that was going to be happening. And I kind of was hoping that it wasn't true. And then we all kind of came to the con- conclusion that it felt a little fishy, a little smoke and mirrors type action going on. And then once it was officially announced, I can't remember somebody broke it. Was it Brett McMurphy? I think was the first one that I saw that I felt like, okay, this is for sure happening. I was absolutely pumped. I mean, we're going to remain relevant. We were standing on the edge of being completely irrelevant in all college athletics and quite frankly in like i don't know in a lot of people's minds completely irrelevant as a university up in southern alaska here in seattle so the fact that the way that that all the side of the fence that we landed on is the one of relevancy the one that has exciting future growth future opportunity for the university the student athletes the fans And, you know, we've been talking about this a long time and I've kind of remained pretty consistent in feeling like this was just going to be a matter of when and not if the fit makes too much sense on both sides from a UW perspective and a Big Ten perspective. So overall initial reaction was just like super excited. I'd say this is probably up there in some of the most excited moments I've had as a Husky fan. I mean, Shaq Thompson committing to UW was definitely (laughs) one of them, but I think this is monumental. 
you know, getting Chris Peterson was another one who I think just off the top, like huge kudos, huge respect and huge appreciation to coach Peterson because without him coming to UW and all this shit going down, UW's not going to the big 10. We like if he brought the university back to relevancy on the football field. And like, I just don't want to gloss over that. The fact that he put us in a position to be where we are today. So, you know, I, I get emotional about these things. I'm just kidding. I'm pretty pumped. I'm pretty pumped. Justin, <laughs> how about you? What are you sipping on? I am sipping on some Black Raven Pilsner. I think the last uh, yeah. episode, it was the same. So same path. Yeah. I don't drink very often, clearly. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, you can drink so- when it matters. That's right. I have another one ready to go, by the way. I didn't know hey, how this episode was going to yeah. be. Spicy takes later. Yeah, probably. <laughs> talk about my promotion relegation uh, that we all talked about at my bachelor party. So anyway. Yeah, we'll see if we get there. Yeah, how off the rails we get. If it's anything like the intro, then we'll get really off the rails. We'll probably get there then. Yeah. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I was pumped. I was very worried, honestly, because I saw I I wake up, I, you know, do the shower, whatever, look on Twitter because, you know, a lot of news was coming out. And I see Brett McMurphy, Nicole Auerbach, uh, Pete Thamel, all like the big college insiders are, oh, the Pac-12 is going to stay together. The grant of rights, yada, yada, yada. UW and Oregon are going to stay in the conference barring an 11th hour change. That sort of thing. And so I was like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> you stupid elitist West Coast universities. What is your fucking problem? That was my that was that was going through my head for sure. And then it started getting out that nothing happened during the meeting. And then Brett McMurphy said, barring financial difficult or you know, just the finances separated UW and Oregon going to the Big Ten. And then I was feeling really good because I was only thinking of the pros and the pros are UW is relevant. UW has an athletic program and we can, you know, right. And they secure their financial future. And I mean, going to the big 10 is nice. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of going on my soapbox here, but you know, playing in half empty stadiums against, you know, teams that some teams that are passionate like Utah and Oregon and some that are not like Stanford and Cal. Going to the Big Ten raises the bar. We cannot have half-empty stadiums at, at Husky Stadium. We can't be middling in recruits. We're with the big boys now, and so we have to act like one, and that excites me. excites me to have a seat at the table. So, Connor, I mean, just that was a long-winded answer, but I'm super pumped. No, it, I think it described your feelings perfectly, and you had the floor, so please take as long as you want. Uh, first of all, I'm sipping on a Manhattan because it's football season. So I'm sipping on a Manhattan on our podcast episode. The um, Big Ten Conference almost goes to Manhattan, by the way. Almost. Almost. Nearly. New Jersey. That's Rutgers probably the worst. Is, is that the worst conference edition in history? It's got to be up there. Yeah. I mean, if you mm-hmm. give if you give them the credit that they wanted to get the New York market, mm-hmm. And the Big Ten network in the New York market. That's that's really the reason, right? There's no other. It was a smart move by the networks. For the conference itself, pretty fucking dumb. Yeah. 
pretty. I think I up. saw their 13 and 66 in football since in conference since moving to the Big Ten. Not great. Not great, Bob. Not I don't think you UW want. will be that bad. Not what you really go out on for. a limb. Yeah. Oregon might be. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Zing. That's right. This shit talking to Oregon doesn't stop now. That's the best thing of the. It of starts all of up guys. again. Yeah, we had an alliance like uh, for three days, right? Yeah. Oh, we flipped each other on the way out of that meeting. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, I guarantee you. Anne Marie was. Hey, I don't Phil know Knight, was, fucking president. Yeah, was, I got you a gift at Target. Knight. It's real exactly. nice. It's on sale. <laughs> it's on sale. Fuck Get you. Get a good look at that. <laughs> Aisle five. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, uh, going back to how how I was feeling though when I heard the news. So I, my day started early on Friday. Let's just say that they all do because I have a kid. So I texted you guys. Usually I'm the first to text you guys because I'm usually up probably the earliest mo- more days than not just because I have a kid. Um, I texted you a take a tweet from Dan Dan Wetzel. Uh, the Pac-12 has a meeting in the next hour to discuss its media deal and the signing of a grant of rights, as Ross Dellinger and others have reported. As bleak as things looked for the league late Thursday, which we all went to bed Thursday, like, oh, this is going to be announced in the morning, basically. It's just a matter of semantics at that point. Yeah. Right. Numerous sources express optimism that the Pac-12 can halt most or even, sorry, this cut off, uh, most or even all defections and push forward together with the Apple deal. So many moving parts and uncertainties, but like a great summer blockbuster, this story may not be over. It's over. First reaction. First, first reaction. I don't believe you. <laughs> I, 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 I texted you guys the, the Ron Burgundy. I don't believe you. Yes. Yeah. Okay? yeah. Connor threw his phone through the bedroom window. <laughs> <laughs> Get, what the fuck? <laughs> Giggity Geiger follows up with the Ross Dellinger tweet right after that, basically saying the same thing. Right. And I go, I weigh in. Everyone is reporting this, by the way. What the fuck are we doing? That was yeah. my little bit of panic moment. Okay. <laughs> so this is at 6 35 a.m., guys. Let me just say that. <laughs> okay. I haven't even had breakfast yet. I've barely gotten out of bed. Uh, so Justin and I kind of go back and forth a little bit because Sam's not quite up yet. I'm um, yeah, <laughs> Sam easy. texts at eight twelve. After already, <laughs> Brett Mc... we've we've already full circled here at this point. <laughs> yeah, because I tweet then or I I text at uh Justin at eight twelve a.m. So like this is just before Sam chimes in. Pac twelve unable to gr- get a grant of rights signed this morning. And nothing has changed as far as Oregon and Washington joining Big Ten, sources t- tell uh, Action Network HQ. Ducks and Huskies still expected to be Big Ten bound when finances are worked out, sources said. So at that point, I'm like, cool, smoke fucking screens. Like, that's all that this was. Someone had an agenda. They were trying to leak in- information in the morning just to either up a deal or to try to keep the conference together in the last gasp effort. My first reaction to one it was officially announced, relief, guys, relief, okay? You guys already covered it. UW now has a seat at the table. We, we've discussed it on this podcast before. This, I mean, college football is trending towards two major conferences, super mega yeah. conferences, essentially, in the SEC and Big Ten. You now have a seat at the table at the Big Ten. 
it's probably going to get weeded out to like the top 40 to 50 schools eventually are going to be a part of these two conferences. That's what the networks want. And that's really because this comes down to money. That's what drives football and football revenue is, is, is the media companies. So we're at the table and, and we're in, you know, and we're relevant. Um, we got to stay there though. Right. Like this doesn't mean that we just can let our foot off the gas. It means that, you know, now we got to step our game up because we're competing with the big boys and that schedules. Yeah. Good. That. And this is all going to happen again in the next seven to 10 years. Mm -hmm. And like, if we lose every media deal, every media deal, it's going to be basically up for negotiation again at that point. Who's yeah. going to be a part of this and who isn't? So you have to stay relevant through media deals now. Is my is my take from this? Hundred percent, hundred percent. So the next media deal. So I guess we should talk about the media deal that we signed, uh, or I said, our sorry, our our uh, our invitation upon the Big Ten, like what we get from the media deal, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't have the details right in front of me, but I'm pretty sure it was what thirty mil. Thirty mil is, I think, the base. Yeah, but I've heard it's conflicting rumors a little bit because, like, I, honestly I know that don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Well, we haven't seen like the actual like actual structure conflicting of the contract. Reports. Yeah, there's yeah. conflicting reports that it starts at thirty or thirty-one and escalates a million, an extra million per year throughout the media deal. That I've much seen... I think we know. Yeah, I think, I think that that part we've 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 solidified. It's just what else is a part of it, though, because Oregon was saying, going on record, saying that they're they're thinking they're going to be averaging like 50 million revenue. And that was from all of it. So that includes, I believe, NCAA tournament, a.k.a. March Got Madness it. and Got uh, it. college football playoff revenues. Got it. OK, Which of course, Oregon would expect, you know, to right. partake in all of the above. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but I we think the big doesn't again. the Big Ten pay out or any conference? Yeah, pay the out conference a gets a payout, the school gets a payout. Right. Yeah, but yeah, right. I'm sure Oregon guy was doing a little bit of funny math. So I think the the full share, if you're talking about a full share, re, or full revenue share of the media deal for each school, I believe is seventy million right now for the Big Ten. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So we're getting less than half. So uh, if if we're talking about the first letdown of this this whole thing, we're getting less than half of of That's... that media share deal, which yeah. isn't great. I mean, especially when you consider that right now, I believe this past year we were making thirty five to thirty seven anywhere in there million dollars a year based on 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 the media deal that current current Pac twelve media deal. So you're making less than that. Um, but I, I mean, I think we can all agree that this was not a decision for the short term. This was a decision for the long term, and especially just stability wise. Yeah. And, I mean, what are the reports as far as like the next media deal that's going to be signed with the Big Ten in twenty thirty, twenty thirty one or so? Is what going to be probably a hundred million dollars per school? Yeah. Per year. Yeah. And you get a full share of that at that point. Exactly. And the reason why that's also important for the short term is we'll also be able to have the opportunity to borrow against future revenue up front. So that was key. That was key. Which, you know, you can decide whether or not that's 
a smart thing it's, to do. It's a slippery slope. Or not. You don't want to. Wazoo go. obviously got in trouble with that with their Pac-12 network deal, but yeah, um, exactly. So you got to be you got to be smart about that, but especially with the bills coming due for the UW, I I've mentioned it before. The UW like budget right now is kind of a mess. Athletic budget is a mess right now. Yeah, and they needed the good. money, and this came down to money and stability. And that's why they made the decision that they did. So, speaking of Wazoo, a... <laughs> oh. Well, oh. I was just gonna say this has been quite the roller coaster, and we should probably talk about some of the 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 down. Uh, I guess uh, let's, let's. I think we let's should lay talk out about the lay of the land. Yeah, yeah let's exactly. lay the land out. Sam, why don't you why don't you take it from here? So obviously, UW and Oregon are going to the Big Ten, and that's yeah. kind of like what we've covered so far, but. There's more fallout from the Pac-12. The Pac-12 sure. is going down with All the Big t- with the Big Ten. Sorry, we're joining at the same exact time as USC and UCLA. That Correct. was going to be my point. It's like if we go back chronological order. About this time last year, USC UCLA announced that they were leaving to the Big Ten and that they were going to be starting to compete in the Big Ten in the athletic year of 2024 through 2025. Can I interject? Do they get they get a full share? Correct. They've got a full share, from my understanding. Yes, yep. they were because that move happened before they renegotiated the deal. Correct. Got it. So then, fast forward to uh, what was it? A week ago, two weeks ago, Colorado, Colorado was like, left. "Peace, we're out. We're going to the Big 12. and everybody's like, "All right, cool. See ya. We don't care." Probably, <laughs> probably should have stayed there in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. go back home. So they went back home to the Big 12. And then it's kind of all of a sudden, now you're down to the Pac-9, this rumored deal that, you know, Clay Ofkoff didn't want to talk about at Pac-12 media days. All this bullshit is so, so obvious to read through. They're, you know, they're dangling the carrot like there's a deal that's been made. There's been no deal made the entire time. Everybody knows. Colorado leaves. So that's really when the boat starts rocking left to right pretty good. So everybody's kind of looking around at each other like, okay, at first everybody thought Arizona would be quick to follow like the next day or two. That didn't turn out to happen. And then, you know, everybody's starting to look at UW and Oregon and the Big Ten. Is that going to heat up? And so, of course, now over the last handful of days, UW and Oregon – are joining the Big Ten at the same time that USC and UCLA will start next year. This will be the last football season the Huskies play a Pac-12 schedule. We'll talk more about that later. Following Colorado to the Big 12 will be the four corner schools. So Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. Now you're left with the Pac-4 who are all kind of in no man's land, which is Wazoo, Oregon State, Stanford, and Cal. Of that, there's still a bunch of realignment rumors going on, whether Stanford and Cal might be going to the ACC, whether Cal's going to shut down their athletic department like they probably should have <laughs> five years ago. Oh, God, yeah. Oregon State rumored to the Big 12, and then, like, I don't know what really no rumors for wazoo like pretty oh, much i've heard with i've heard with um oregon state and wazoo there's talks with the aac so that's the american I've heard that athletic too. conference yeah that might not be in a bad option for both so of that's them. T, think of like 
SMU. We were talking about that last episode and Tulane, yeah, yeah. those right. types of teams. Right. Well, if, or- if Oregon State could go to the Big 12, that's what they should do. I mean, but... that's their number one option. Yeah. For sure. Same with Wazoo, which, I mean, I'm I sure they're, they're trying to have that conversation. It Bro, might I'm sure be happening. Begging. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's the lay of the land. Pac 12 is good as dead. Have you guys seen the the it's like a parody Pac 4 website? Yes. Yeah. Oh no. Man. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty if I'm not gonna go through it now, but listeners, if you need a comedic laugh, also kind of sad at the same time though, especially if it, I'll say this. If you're a if you're a wazoo Oregon State, Stanford, or Cal fan, don't go to that website. Well, if you're anyone no, else, Stanford and Cal fans don't exist. So it's just yeah. the first two. This is true. So we're really talking about two schools here. But and honestly, um, when we talk about like bittersweet feelings, like I don't really Stanford and Cal, I'm numb to. Like I don't think that they really care. Oh, they no, like, they've they got Stanford can go independent. And they'd be fine. Like yeah, I mean Stanford's budget and endowment is so crazy. Which is like they're good at like besides basketball and football, they're basically the best in every other sport, and that's hyperbole, yes. but it's yeah. essentially true. Yeah, they're, they're competitive incredible. in every sport. Yeah, yeah. You really yeah, feel bad Olympic for sports. like Wazoo and Oregon State are the yeah. ones that got hosed more than anybody in this whole deal. Mm-hmm. It's been a long time since Stanford had like Christian McCaffrey and Andrew Luck and Bryce um, Love, like in basketball, like Josh Childress. God. <laughs> they have the Lopez twins. Lopez twins, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had a few come it. through there. But yeah, I mean it's been it's been a minute. I all I remember is UW beating number one Stanford at home in like oh five. Yeah. That was a pretty big deal. That was cool. Um never again. There. Never again. <laughs> never again. Never again. I mean, maybe a non conference game. I don't know. Maybe. We'll get to that though. We'll get to that. Um, so this guys, if if we said that this was going to happen like three weeks ago, like just pre-media day, could you have even pictured pictured this happening? I mean, I guess maybe you could have pictured it happening, but reality, like what were your chances of something like this happening? Justin. Five percent, maybe. I was super yeah. low on it. If you go I mean, back we, on the podcast, I I thought Big Twelve was like the Big Ten's not interested, and they weren't. Not at the time. Not, at the well, time, it, yeah. that's what that's what the floating rumors were. Yeah. At least like, not at the time. We, there's also been rumors that we were kind of already vetted. Like well, that was like last, last year. year. Yeah, right? yeah. They were always interested. They just wanted to buy on the cheap. Oh, they got bargain basement they, discounts. They got <laughs> they got bargain deal. Yeah, we and we signed it without even looking. Yeah, at right. fine print at all. This is like digging something very valuable out of the bottom shelf of a pawn shop, and you just like go up to the front desk and you say how much for this, and they say fifty dollars, and you say okay, and then you walk yeah. out. You don't tell them what it is. It's like best deal of all time. Yeah, I mean, think about. I am getting ahead. Yeah, of I mean, yeah, three weeks. The question, like three weeks, very, very low, chance. very little chance for sure. I, I think we all could agree that we thought that we would eventually get into the Big Ten. Sure. Yeah. We thought that it would be at the next 
media deal though, right? Mm-hmm. Like pretty much all of us thought it was going to be 2030, 2031, whenever that next next media deal comes up. That's when we would join the Big Ten. As the bad as I thought the Pac-12 leadership was, I thought still three, four weeks ago that we'd add San Diego State, uh, maybe, maybe not San Diego State at that point because that was June, but SMU or something, get to 10, sign some shit agreement for mid to high 20 millions, yeah, and all the Pac-12 presidents would be on board. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was, but the deal was just so fucking bad that it just was untenable to go there. See, that was the thing for me. Like, if I go back, even Klyovkov looks so stupid, dude. He looks so. Yeah, dumb I mean, right poor now. guy got handed a shit sandwich, and he did, but like he like it was did, and he took a dump on it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going back three to four weeks like i would have definitely been surprised to have everything unfold the way that it did but like i think we were all starting to read the tea leaves about the media deal sure like it was obvious to us that it was going to be a shit sandwich of a deal and so like knowing that starting to hear the rumblings about colorado like it you could kind of start to see things come to fruition, but once it felt like right after Pac-12 Media Days, it was like holy shit, this thing, this this train is off the rails and there's no stopping it. It got rough real quick. Yeah, it got rough real. I I I can't even imagine being a fly on the wall. I would pay to be a fly on the wall in oh, George Cleopatra's office as all of this is going down. Because he's either he's either just a straight up liar, and like, I mean, not a great poker face, but like, you know, he gave off some bravado, like some some confidence at yeah. Pac-12 Media Day that something was going to get done, or he's just ignorant as shit and like do, like oblivious, like doesn't actually know what's going on at all. I mean, the first signs of that were the alliance, right? Yeah, sure. Between the Big Ten and ACC. No, like, yeah, after Texas and Oklahoma left, there was an alliance between, yeah, the three conferences. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll schedule games. Is there anything written? Oh, no, this was three men. Handshake handshake deal. Yeah, like, okay. Jesus Christ, dude. What are you doing? And then Big Ten's like, hee, 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 hee. Yeah, get that shit. (laughs) Get that shit on paper, dude. What are you you doing? No one does handshake deals. This is in the wild And at that point, the Big Ten was like, yeah, we're not interested in UW and Oregon right now. Let's let this joker run the shit (laughs) around. Let's get that price down a little bit. Yeah. It's exactly Jesus. what happened. I mean, to be a, a little bit fair to the guy too, like Anamari Kaose, the UW president mm-hmm. in the Zoom meeting, she did mention something of the sort of, you know, media deals were being promised to schools that never came to fruition, never existed. And she did add a little bit of color that like it wasn't Klyovkov's fault that she felt without getting into specifics i'm trying to remember her words she said something like it's she said something like i don't doubt for a second that there were legitimate deals on the table that got taken off the table at the last minute for reasons outside of his control so whatever those reasons might be maybe she's trying to save face i don't know but like yeah. i didn't get the sense that she was overtly 
personal or pissed off or felt like she had been duped sure. or lied to no, and that like yeah. it was more just a terrible situation he worked really hard to try to make something work and like the media powers that be were just like not playing yeah i mean kleovkov's like the 10th most reason, reason why this yeah. this conference ended up basically essentially at this point folding like could any day basically fold haven't folded yet. There's still technically, still technically the pack. There's four teams, but they're still technically the pack. Um, Does anybody want some cheap real estate in downtown San Francisco? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> I don't think it's cheap. So I don't think it's cheap at all. But I mean, it'll be cheaper. <laughs> they got to offload mildly. it. Yeah, mildly. Well, aren't they in Vegas now? Did they move the conference headquarters? I don't think I'm they. I'm pretty did. sure they did. I thought they moved them from SF, but I don't know oh, where it did. went. Oh, I think it's sure. to Vegas. Oh, never mind. But, I mean, nonetheless, yes, they probably had to offload that or are still having to offload that at some some point. I mean, Larry Scott's one of the top reasons, by the way. Yes. Um, <laughs> so we've we've obviously kind of joked around with this a little bit and, you know, talked about how how we're excited about joining the Big Ten. And, and we're going to get to, you know, looking ahead as far as like what that really means for the University of Washington specifically and 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 the Big Ten Conference and, and going forward. But I think we'd be remiss to not talk about some of the the shortcomings and, and, and the fallout of this and and, you know, the sad the sad points of of once a very, very proud conference. And I mean, he's Bill Walton is. <laughs> Anyone check on Bill, by the way? Anyone oh, check might on Bill? He might be dead. Oh, no. <laughs> He's dying with the conference if it's, like, completely dead, by the way. But, yeah. I mean, West Coast football and the regionality of, of college football in, in general, aside from just the pack itself, but, like, the regionality, the, the, the true rivalries within college football as far as a regionality aspect is starting to die. And, and you're seeing that um, play out very quickly here because what we've all suggested here is this this is all about money this 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 all comes down to money and the networks are the ones with the money and they're the ones they're they're, they're the ones driving the agenda here so what are your feelings like specifically around college athletics becoming more i mean it's always been about money but like even more so now you know and 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 uh, what that means, I guess, going forward for like, as far as we've always viewed college athletics as kind of like amateurism. It's becoming less and less of that by the day with, mm-hmm. with NIL, the transfer portal, and now realignment. So, uh, Justin, I want to start with you because I feel like you have a lot of thoughts around yeah. just like realignment in general. Yeah. I don't know if you have specific thoughts around this, but they kind of tie hand in hand. So I, I'm just, I'm interested where your mind's at with, it feels with this icky. topic. It feels a little sticky and gross. You know, yeah. this is supposed to be student athletes, and this has been thrown around over the course of the weekend that this is not treating students like student athletes, especially when you lump in all the other sports, right? So yep. I don't know. It's kind of gross, but from a consumer, for watching football, it's great, right? Big brands, more important sure. games. I mean, just look at the slate of Labor Day games this week, like this year. Like it should be just chocked full of interesting games, and it's not. 
And so it's moving towards a more TV NFL two conference model between the SEC and the Big Ten being the conferences right. uh, like the NFL. So it, it's sad. It's bittersweet for sure. Um, it feels corporate a little bit with the Fox Absolutely. driving yeah. the Big Ten, ESPN driving the SEC, the competition between Big Ten and Fox versus ESPN and the SEC, like looking at the ACC is a ticking time bomb between Florida state trying to use their bow and arrows to get out of ACC <laughs> land. And they're like, Oh, we're trying to go private investment to raise funds. And there's so many jokes on Twitter, like with Saudi Arabia sponsor. Florida state <laughs> <Where's jerseys. this? laughs> like the no, Premier seriously. <laughs> how, how long does it take till Saudi money get, gets involved with college athletics? It, it's sticky. Like JP Morgan chase helping it's, it doesn't feel like college athletics anymore. Yeah. And I think that turns a lot of people off. I really do. Oh, it definitely does. And so especially like our parents' generation. Yeah. Like, they're tuned out at this point like the college game days at the you know university of montana versus montana state that just feels so far below now the level that the big 10 and the sec are going towards so it just Mm -hmm. it feels different for sure yeah i mean i echo a lot of the same sentiments it's i think we're going to get to a place whether it's this next media deal in 10 years or the one after that where i think things are going to go one of two ways like this either becomes a competing product to the NFL, just as Justin mentions, the NFL has AFC, NFC, and four divisions in each. You're going to see the same thing play out with these college teams. You're going to have the Big Ten, SEC, and then divisions of four underneath them. And it's going to become literally an NFL mimic. Like it's going to be the same exact setup. And you know, while I'm super excited about this deal right now in terms of what it means for me as a Husky fan, putting that aside, as a college football fan, I am a little bit nervous about it. Like how sure. many, how many different businesses have been put together, different leagues, associations have been put together to try to compete with the NFL or be the NFL minor leagues. None of them fucking worked. USFL failed multiple times. XFL failed multiple times. And like the reason why college football has never, ever failed and the reason why it's had, you know, differentiated value from the NFL is not because the football is better on the field or any, it's because of the allegiance and loyalty of people that have gone to those universities, gone to those games, been to the rivalries the regionality of the sport and the pageantry of it too, right? The pageantry, mm-hmm. right. the romantic aspects of these kids are playing for their future and blah, blah, going to school at the same time, all that. And so there is a part of me, again, caveating that overall, I'm very excited about this. There is for, for sure a part of me that's just like, Fox and ESPN, the TV execs are pushing this to become NFL 2.0 NFL minor leagues. And like lots of people have tried to do that before and it has not worked. So like, why do we think that this is going to work differently? Maybe it lasts a little bit longer because there's people like us three idiots that are going to like hang on to the coattails of UW just because we went there. And like, even though 
the tradition and the rivalries are gone, like I'll still watch. And maybe that is the reason why it might succeed, but that's just the only other thought that I have in terms of overall landscape changing with bringing in money, paying players, free agency, coaches moving around schools, moving divisions. Like hopefully it all works out. And I hope that there's a long-term future for West coast football and university of Washington football in particular, but going up against the NFL is like not what I think we want to be doing. Sure. Sam, I have a quick follow-up. Like you've always, I mean, you, it's no secret that you're, you're a Husky fan first and foremost. Right. And you've always been a college football fan first and foremost. Does the way that college football is trending right now change any of that for you? Like you, you've been a football fan in yeah. general, but college football's always been number one in your heart. And I think some of that's to the things that you just alluded to. You know, like the pageantry, the tradition of college football, the rivalries involved, and and all that. And uh, a lot of that's being, you know, kind of taken away in in some aspects, at least. Uh, not not all aspects. You know, we're still in a conference now, still with with Oregon, and I think we're always going to have that Oregon rivalry, but. We're losing something was with 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 Wazoo in this, you know, and we're kind of more or less leaving them out like out to dry a little bit with yeah. with us leaving. Um, so I, we'll get to Apple Cup here in a second, but I, I just more as just a college football fan, does this change your bravado towards the sport? Yeah, it for sure does. I and I, I'm not sure that it makes the way that I feel about college football overall or like my fandom weaker or stronger, but it certainly has changed and it has been changing with the introduction of the transfer portal and the NIL, like looking back at you, you know, when I was really young, I was always into the recruiting aspect of college football. Like I just loved, especially learning about like the local high school football players when I was younger, looking up to them and like seeing them on their journey to try to get, scholarships to the university of washington usc oregon whatever it was and most of my college fandom time revolved around recruiting and building talent developing talent and like i know i've talked about it openly with the two of you that like i couldn't care less about recruiting right now it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter and so like my fandom is certainly changing. Like I would invest a lot of time trying to learn about the up and coming guys in high schools across the West coast, who we're targeting, who are they favoring us versus Oregon versus USC. And we've all witnessed Sam watching highlight videos of high school recruits in their sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. At like 11 PM. Yeah. Like I loved that shit. I loved it. And now that's totally gone. It's a waste of time. And maybe it was a waste of time then, but I didn't feel like it was. Now I feel it like it is. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, I wouldn't say I'm any less of a fan, but the things that matter are, there's just a a higher focus on less things. Like recruiting doesn't matter. I don't feel like As I need much, to be yeah. pounding the boards all mm-hmm. January through august or september it's like i'll 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 like really pick it up in fall camp and then the games but like i'm not as diehard as i was about like the recruiting and the building of the program because 
that's just not the way college football works anymore. So I think that's a long-winded answer. No, it's great. Definitely though. changed, but I mean, if we go out and lose to fucking Boise State, I'm still gonna get pissed. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like from that perspective, my fandom has not changed at all. If we lose to Boise State, you don't want to see me for a week. Trust me. I mean, Montana was pretty fucking rough. So yeah. I'll say so, that. Yeah. And then the Apple Cup is like a whole can of worms in and of itself, which we'll get to that in a second. I want to turn this to Justin real quick. So Sam, before before I guess before I move on, we're always gonna have that we called Miles Gaskin. We called Miles Gaskin. <laughs> that is yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that. We did. We called Miles Gaskin. Yeah. Very early on. Um Justin, I want to turn this to you though. Uh, it's been a little while since you've talked. Uh what are like your top five reasons? Of the of the Pac twelve, Pac twelve's demise here as as oh, far man. as oh where you want to start, buddy? <laughs> there are so many. There are reasons. so many, but like try to rank yeah. them. Try to rank them. Okay. Uh, these not might not, and this will be good for you guys to fill in later. So giving you opportunities to talk. These are the first sure. things that come to mind. They I might forget things. So number one, passing on the opportunity to add Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and I think yeah. Texas Tech to form like the Pac-16 yeah. in 2011 or 2012, something like that. That was a huge mistake. Larry yep. Scott on the verge. We don't we don't need to expand. We're happy with where we're at. We're in a really <laughs> good position. We're signing the biggest media. I'm deal so happy we don't have to deal with this history. fucking bozo anymore. No, Jesus what he Christ. what he said was he said our conference's value would be diluted by the Longhorn right. Network, right? Because right, it right, would right. compete with the Pac-12. But you can all, which there is a like a conspiracy theorist ish argument to the Longhorn Network destroying all of what college football is today. But that's a whole another podcast. Yeah. Um. So that comes to mind. Fucking Larry Scott. Let's just get that out of the way. Just a complete bozo. Yep. San Francisco office, just the pompous attitude, not really caring about the schools, not having, not being aggressive on media rights or positioning in the 21st century for football. Just, just call it how it is. Uh, the chancellors, the presidents, um, passiveness, elitist attitudes. Look at Arizona State fucking athletic director i'm you're not going to catch me in morgantown just that type of attitude permeating stanford and cal and you could maybe argue u-dub and other schools oh yeah hey you know we're better than a lot of these school boise state in our conference oh my god they think grass is blue like just that type of (laughs) that type of attitude the biggest fault that i will give you dub as a university is we're very elitist like yes as as a university very elitist but that's that's a pac-12 thing it's it's not just you dub though like you you know usc has had terrible leadership before they got their new one Mm -hmm. right like they terrible leadership especially from an athletic director standpoint yikes uh so that's three uh so presidents Larry Scott deal. I mean, you could argue just reactionary attitude, especially after Texas and Oklahoma left. Like we should have been in bed serving cookies to USC and UCLA. Like, please don't leave. Do not leave. What do we have to do to get you to stay? And there were opportunities, right? Like 
there's rumors out there that USC and UCLA denied the Big 12 Pac-10 Pac-12 merger and then they left that you know that could be part of it we don't know all the details but sure you know not pursuing a merger or not being upfront with the media deals as i said last episode what was the idea of the order of signing a media rights deal and then expanding the conference it just doesn't make any sense as i as we all delve we dove into last episode TV networks aren't going to give you a good deal if they don't know what inventory they have or who's in your conference. That's the dumbest idea ever. And so I guess reasons four and five are not taking the deals that they had and George K and conference leadership being reactionary and not closing the deal. So, I mean, there are so many other reasons that you guys can get oh, into. Oh, for sure. It's yeah, just the, no. the, the things that come into mind and it's, it's just... You know, for having a lot of the top business schools in the country, <laughs> Pac-12, <laughs> you know, the university presidents are, in general, so fickle and so conservative. Which we are all alumni of. <laughs> it, it's frustrating beyond yeah, all belief, for sure. It is. It is. I think those are all really good, re- really legitimate reasons. Uh, I think those are probably, you know, more or less the top five. The only one that I would add in there... And it kind of builds off a little bit of one of your points, but I'm pretty sure how this all went down was USC approached the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So USC, I think, is 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 a top five reason as well as sure. far as the Pac-12's demise. Uh, you know they they were kind of the one the the first domino, I, I guess, as far as as far as specific universities seeking out. But I think conferences. I think you could play the flip side of that coin though, and that's still the Pac-12's fault because it's been no secret to anybody that USC has been extremely disgruntled by the fact that they've been sure, you know, float, you know, foot in the bill for Oregon yeah. State, Wazoo. Sure. Us like they've been foot in the bill for everybody to some extent. And so, like yeah. the way that Larry Scott and the Pac-12 set up the revenue sharing deal was an absolute middle finger to USC. And yeah. so in a lot of people's minds, like it's shocking that it's taken USC this long to to do something like they have. And so like, yeah, you can point the finger that they went to the Big Ten. And like, I think that's totally valid. But you can also point the finger to the Pac-12 and be like, how could you be so stupid to think USC was just going to like sit there and pay for everybody else? Yeah, and to dive deeper, I went only surface level, but that was one of the big criticisms on Larry Scott is that he treated not only every school equal, but every like yeah. sport equal too. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure Larry Scott was like a tennis guy or something. Yeah, he came from like Women's Tennis Association or something. Right. Yeah. And so like I'm I'm sorry, I, I love playing other sports, but like not every sport is created equal in the media rights landscape, right? No. So that was a big criticism of him. And then, as I said, George K didn't get into bed with USC. Like, what can I do? Since his first day on the yeah. job, literally his first or second day on the job was Texas and Oklahoma leaving the comp, leaving the Big 12 for the SEC. Yeah. Should have been priority number one. Yeah. What to do to What me. can so, I do yeah. to keep you? Yeah. So definitely a lot of blame to go around, but it's, it's frustrating for sure. Yeah. And, it dovetails to now we're 
in a situation where, you know, we've talked about the pack four. Yeah. And what's left. And one of those schools being Wazoo, we keep bringing them up because they're left in the dust. Our little brothers, you know, we're, we're Wazoo's daddy in a way. And now they, they're left, you know, they're on the edge of the, the nest and they have to fly by themselves. They're orphaned. They're orphaned. That's right. And there's this thing called the Apple Cup. And, you know, they're not in conference. It's not a guaranteed conference game anymore, Sam. And so what happens with the Apple Cup? Is it guaranteed? Jen Cohen came out in that press conference that you and I both yeah. watched. And she said, we're committed. I'm good friends with Pat Chun, who's the athletic director at Wazoo. And we're going to committed to play Wazoo every year, yada, 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 for sure. There's a lot of skepticism there. Are we going to really go to Wazoo every year? Every other year, I mean, and have it the same as it always was. Are we going to say, "Hey, fuckers, you're going to come here. We're going to play yeah. at Husky Stadium." But what, what, what's your idea? What's, what do you think is going to happen with the future of the Apple Cup? Well, I'll start with what I want to have happen. Okay, sure. What do you as want? a fan is, yeah. I want it to remain untouched. Like I want to still go and have the memories in Pullman and like the snowballs and. Like I don't want that to change. As a have you been Husky to Pullman fan. for an Apple Cup? No, I've been to Pullman, but I haven't been for an Apple Cup. Been to two Apple Cups in Pullman. It's pretty fucking special, I will say. Yeah, especially like, even though, even sure. as a TV viewer, like when it's in Pullman, there's an element of that game when it takes place in Pullman is just an absolute shit show on the field in the stands. Like no idea. What's going to take place in it? Like, it, I don't care if UW's ranked number one and Wazoo is not won a game all year or vice versa. Like, you're rolling into Pullman in November, all bets are off. Like, you have no idea what's going to happen. And so, like, I, as a fan, I want that to continue. I don't think it's going to for a couple of reasons. I don't, I don't think UW will ever, we have, the Apple Cup at home this year, right? We do. Yep. Yeah, I don't think UW will ever go to Pullman again, if I had to guess. Because it's all, as we've talked about, it's all money, money talks. And we've taken such a big discount on the revenue share to join the Big Ten. And to Connor's earlier point, which I think is really valid and really important, is that we're going to be pulling less TV money, most likely, next in 2024 than we do in 2023 and it's like we're going to be trying to cut the difference and giving up one of our only three home non-conference games to generate money from 70 72,000 fans in the stands to go play the game in september in pullman or even in november but i doubt that will be the case even right like it's not going to make money sense for UW. And so my guess on for like unfortunately what I think this boils down to is UW's going to be like, hey, let's play in Husky Stadium one year, the next year let's play in Century Link or whatever it is, Lumen Field now. And if I'm Wazoo and Pat Chun, I'm telling Jen Cohen to pound rocks. Like I'm not doing that. I'm telling her a little more than that, but yeah. Yeah. It's so, not up to Jen Cohen there, but right. That's yeah, true. I think it's going to all come down to what Wazoo and Pat Chun want to do or what they need to do. You talk about our athletic department being in a financial disarray. I don't know that there's anybody in the Pac-12 that's been in a worse 
financial situation than Wazoo, and this just makes it even worse. So maybe they just they have to if we pay them a million dollars a year, whatever it is, to come play in Seattle every year. Like maybe they do that until they don't have to. But and to be fair, like you've seen the attendance of those games at Husky Stadium and at CenturyLink. Like there's a lot of Cougar fans in the Seattle area. It's not like there won't be fans of of the Cougars at at those games, but different than Pullman like yeah nonetheless yes my main point is as a fan wish it would stay the same yeah as a realist it's not gonna stay the same right I have a little more optimistic take than you as yeah. far as the current existence of the Apple Cup in its current form because I think if Wazoo doesn't get what they want they're gonna go kicking and screaming to like the Washington State legislature they're going to try to get lawsuits involved, whether it's suing the Pac-12 or suing the Washington also State, UW, UW yeah. and all sorts of things. So I, I think it could be a scenario where it's like Husky, Husky, maybe not in this order, but Husky, Husky, Pullman, that sort of thing. Um, I don't yeah. think we're going to vacate Pullman for good starting in 2024. I think it's we'll really see. bad optics look. And I get the revenue. Oh, it's terrible I totally optic, agree, optics. But, you know, when Oregon comes out and they're going to say, hey, we're going to continue in Oregon State and same with UW, it just looks really bad. Yeah, that's a really good so, point. Because, you know, Corvallis and Eugene is much different. And Oregon State just got a brand new state-of-the-art renovation on their stadium. That right? they have to that's, pay for, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a very different dynamic geograph geographically than Pullman and Seattle. I mean, Eugene yeah. and Corvallis is what they're within an hour of each other. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd be interesting though. Yeah. It's... I mean, I hate to speak in absolutes. Like, there's no, probably, you're probably a, right. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're likely right, but I, I'm a little more optimistic. But a Labor Day Apple Cup would be interesting. That could be fun. I could yeah, totally nice weather Apple that. Cup. I mean, yeah, yeah, which I guess implies Oregon becomes our Big Ten rivalry. They do matchup. Oh yeah, that'll be that'll oh, be the last. That's the Thanksgiving last week. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Fox is going to rain in. They have Ohio Dude. State and Michigan at big noon. They have UW and Oregon, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You know, yeah. what a day of college Fox. football. That's yeah. Be. yeah. Okay. So here's so Caroline's family is Midwest based. Younger brother went to Wisconsin, Big Ten territory all the way. My sister in law that married her brother went to Michigan. So like we, we alternate holidays so like one year we'll do thanksgiving with them and we'll do christmas with my family the next year we'll do it vice versa when we're together for thanksgiving like it's generally is all smooth you know we have a great thanksgiving watch some nfl friday everybody knows not to bother me during the apple cup i watch it they watch it with me it's not been competitive ever since i've known them so it's been like oh yeah you know sam's a big fan but like they they haven't seen the dark side uh huh. Well, I mean, but, 2021 but, was pretty rough, by the way, in Apple Cup. You just like, were get you rid here of that for that memory? Year? Or 
What's that? 2021? Huh? Oh. <laughs> okay. I who? see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but Do you mean who? Yeah. My point remains about like generally it's been like a nice experience for them. It's like, oh yeah, he likes his football team, whatever. Next time I'm there for Thanksgiving and we're in fucking Oregon, <laughs> Woo! we might have some problems. Yeah. Because the jokes don't go over so good when we're in a close game. I will say this last year, Grant saw a little bit of a different side of me because he was in town <laughs> for the Oregon game. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to like put Liam to bed during that fourth quarter too. Should have known better. Son, you keep those it, He was a good sport open. though. He was a good sport. He, he was this. all on you that side. But God, I, I was, yeah, that was rough. That was rough. But I, I'm glad. I mean, yeah, I obviously ended up being amazing. But I went, I went to Liam's room, putting him to bed, thinking it was over, because I think that was right after uh, Penix threw the interception. Pick. Yeah, and like, like towards the end zone, like Sewell, I think tipped it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so that's like right when I put him down. Then I come back and it was tied again. I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> Uh, the Taj Davis catch it like just happened like two minutes before that I think so yeah yeah it was pretty nuts um I want to get to what we're looking ahead to and obviously Apple Cup we're gonna see we'll we'll see what happens obviously like yeah. UW is like and they have the easy part as saying like we're committed to playing the Apple Cup we'll see what Wazoo right. comes on our with. terms yeah, yeah right Bet you yeah. are <laughs> we'll see we'll see what Wazoo comes back with and I. I feel like some like I feel like we're gonna play them one way or the other. It's just what it's gonna be. You know? Yeah. Yeah, there could be something uh, crazy where every year the Apple Cup is in Lumen and like the Huskies get sixty five percent of the revenue or something. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I could see I could totally see a situation like that. I, I would prefer that, honestly, than like a like a home and then at Lumen situation or something like that or even just being at home every year i would rather be either a quote-unquote neutral site at lumen in seattle yeah. um or what sam or what sam wants or what you're yeah. maybe suggesting suggesting justin is you know like a home home away or home away home home away like every two out of three years we're at home or something like that um but I I want to go to I want to go to another Apple Cup in Pullman though. It's it's seriously it's it's different. It's on another level in Pullman. It's really it's really fucking fun. And it, I I know you haven't gone, Sam. You haven't been either, Justin. No. I'm sad for you guys if you don't ever experience an Apple Cup in Pullman. I'm not. Don't be From... sad for me. <laughs> I am though. I am though, because there's nah. nothing like walking out of Martin Stadium with a victory and a bunch of Cougar fans. <laughs> just depressed around you especially when they think they're good yeah like i went in 2018 when we went to the rose bowl yeah mm -hmm. weren't they ranked like number eight or something yeah, yeah they were like top yeah. 10 and garner Minshew and like all the hype around him mustache boy like this is like this is going to be the year that we beat u-dub with peterson at the helm Wrong. oh thanks <laughs> yaskin took it to him yeah i ain't ever lost to no coog mm-hmm Mm -mm. 
and yeah like there's nothing like it and that was in the snow and everything like it, it was just it was an amazing atmosphere and i will say the kooks are really good sports honestly before the game too like they're they're really good fans they're, they're a passionate fan base and i feel for their fans right now this is nice great mountain west culture there it's <laughs> that's low it might fit Sorry, right in but good. i feel bad for their athletic <laughs> budget yeah right yeah 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 so right, i think the only other thing Cougs. Yeah, I think I think the only other thing that we have to talk about as far as like bittersweet thoughts is we do have to talk about this travel situation. Mm. Obviously, joining the Big Ten. Most yeah. of those schools are in the Big West. Or wow. <laughs> it's a different are in the Midwest. <laughs> uh had a few drinks tonight. Uh Big Ten in the Midwest. We are gonna be traveling to the Midwest big very often. Not <laughs> Big West. <laughs> Might as well call it the Big West. Uh, <laughs> That's what we're going to be. Trade market. But um, football's easy. Football's easy, right? You know, like you're only traveling five times out of the year, right? Yeah. And your conference the most. Yeah. yeah. You'd have charter games. Easy. Charter's the key because a lot, there's a few of these big 10 schools are not. Oh, they're bumfuck, right? Like, you know, (laughs) Bloomington, Indiana, where the the fuck Purdue is. Yeah, Champaign, I've been there. It's nowhere. Honestly, I could not even tell you where Purdue is on a map. No idea. Iowa City, Iowa, I think, is where Iowa is. Yeah. Yeah. Madison's a real place. Is East Lansing a real place? I don't know. You know? East Lansing? It's probably not. Like, basically, where we can fly to direct from Seattle is, like, Detroit, even, Chicago, to Ann Arbor, Columbus, either. Ohio, Columbus, sure. Cleveland, yeah. maybe. You can't fly to Ann Arbor though. No. Fly to where? Fucking land, East Lansing, probably, or Detroit. Yeah, probably, probably Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Like, so you're talking about all, a lot of connecting flights. Yeah, all those Olympic sports or non-football, non-men's basketball sports. I'm pretty sure they fly coach. Yep. yep. That's not going to be fun. No. No, and, I think you have a, you know, you have like those uh, Saturday or Sunday games and you're coming back from fucking Maryland. Oh, right? geez. <laughs> Seven hour flight. <laughs> and where, where is Maryland? I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I know where the state is, but I don't know, like Annapolis. I don't, I think I don't know are, where. Yeah. Um, so what you're, fl- you're going to Baltimore and then you're busing to Baltimore and taking College a flight from Park. Baltimore. And then you have a test on Monday. In rough operations management 300 you know oh, like she chen is about to rail you with that midterm <laughs> that was our teacher's name uh, that <laughs> sam and i paid 25 percent attention to yeah so Lambda. can you imagine Lambda paying 25 percent paying attention 25 percent of the time and you're also coming back from from Annapolis or where, yeah. wherever. Yeah, no. Rutgers. Talking about connecting flights. If you're in bumfuck Indiana when you're going to Purdue, who knows what connecting flights? You got to go through Chicago. So Bloomington to Chicago to Seattle, yeah. it's going to take forever. Yeah. So it sucks. I get it. There have been softball players that have spoken out on social media that says it sucks. You know, I came to the West Coast to have my family watch me play, yada, yada, yada. And it sucks, you know? It's terrible. And ultimately, there's still opportunities against, you know, Oregon, USC, sure. UCLA. But, but, you know, then after that, the schools. closest is what? Minnesota, Nebraska. Nebraska, right? Like those are the two wet most West. I think Nebraska, then yep. Minnesota. Iowa. So, and yeah, then sure, Iowa. Yeah. yeah. So it's not close. No. 
So ultimately, you'll get, as we talked about way earlier in the show, you'll probably get to a scenario in 10, 20 years in that time frame where football is separated from all the other sports and you have yeah. regionality come back because it's ridiculous to ask all of these student athletes go and play all these games in all of these places across the yeah. country when they're taking classes. It's crazy. And basketball might lump some with football. Maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But yeah. I think football is going to really be its own entity. I, f- I feel like there, I mean, I mean, college basketball is the only other revenue Men's sport. College basketball, yeah. Men's college basketball specifically. But you kind of have to let, lump the women in too, I feel. Yeah, like. you do. If I, you're going to do it. But I don't know. I feel like That's that works discussion. regionally too because there's so many more schools and NCAA tournament has way more teams. Yeah. That's true. It works. But yeah, there's arguments. For sure, football though. For sure, for football. Sure, is for be sure. Different. God, yeah. NCA, toothless. Jesus. That was another reason that I didn't even mention why yeah, this that's happens. What I, I mean, yeah, yeah. No leadership across yeah. the board. Like who who was at the helm of this ship? Like do you everybody know? could see that this well, yeah, I do know. They were asleep. <laughs> he was. <laughs> Former UW. Not, not a great Mark look for, Emmert. Yeah, not, not a great look for UW there either. But no, but like I think that's one of the things that Peterson cited on one of his, you know, many interviews he's been doing the last day or two, just about his general thoughts was like the lack of leadership at the NCAA level to like see this coming, put some rules and regulations around it, harness it for good is a huge reason why this is all just like Fox and ESPN are running the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like NCAA has no pull in this at all. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. It's pretty crazy. I mean, so we've obviously talked about how money rules this, how we've gotten here at this point. And a lot of this is outside of our control. And we made the best of a bad situation by joining yeah. the Big Ten. So let's get back to that, right? Mm-hmm. And what does this mean looking forward? There's a lot of exciting, you know, topics to talk about here as far as looking forward to the future of UW and the Big Ten, specifically around football. Justin, let's throw this to you. First first, first topic I want to talk about, what is the schedule? How, how, how do they divide this conference up? What does the schedule look like? Because if we're looking at the Big Ten right now, it's what, 12 teams of two, con- two divisions currently? I think it's 14, but yeah, I get your point. No, it's going to be four, It's going to be 16. It was going to be 14 with uh, USC and UCLA. I believe it's 16 with us and Oregon. I think you're wrong, but 18. anyways, continue. It's 18. I'm looking Is at it. Is it 18? Yeah. You got Washington, oh, you're right. Oregon, no, you're right. UCLA, yep. I, USC. I thought of two, two divisions of nine teams. You're right. It's yeah. So 14 teams. So as currently constructed, let me rephrase the question. As currently constructed... It's a 14-team conference with two divisions, the West and yes. the East, yes. correct? They used yeah. to have the leaders and the legends, but yeah, continue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. I do. <laughs> Somewhat, yes. So I believe like the West is like Iowa, Minnesota, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Northwestern, Illinois. Purdue, One maybe. other team. Purdue, Purdue, yeah, Purdue yeah. might be the one. I think that's it. Yeah, 
So then the East is what, like Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Indiana, Indiana, Penn State, Penn State Rutgers, Maryland. Yeah, mm, sounds right. So that's how it's divided up now. You're obviously adding four West Coast universities mm. now. So that's going to have to mm-hmm. change. Are they going to go with four pods? Like, you know, four, what would that be? I, I don't even know how that would work. 18 four teams. and a half. You split teams in half. Yeah. So Rutgers, Purdue. No, sorry. Go, go ahead. I'm trolling. Or are you just doing two divisions like it is yeah. right now? And And you're kind of shifting the boundary line per se i guess as far as as far as the west and the east where do you think that lines up what does that mean for scheduling um and and how do you see this you know how do you see the lay of the land in in the big 10 after after this realignment realistically well there's many options realistically i don't think they go to official pods unless they add two more and so think of a Stanford, Cal, Clemson, Florida State scenario where they get to 20 yeah. and then they form pods of five. And what does the Big Ten really want? They want Notre Dame, right? They want Notre Dame. Notre Dame doesn't want them yet. Correct. I think it'll but be it... eventually Notre Dame and Stanford. Yeah. Potentially. And that would fill out to 20. And then you'd have pods of five really clean because then you would have Stanford on the West, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But that's not the case right now. So assuming we're at 18, I think they do one of two, one of three things. Number one, they split into two divisions, West and East. So you'd have the four West Coast schools, former Pac-12 schools in the West. You'd have Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and maybe Northwestern or Illinois. I'm looking at that same map. Yeah, field. Yeah, you could three. you could split <laughs> yeah. up into three, right? You could. So that's option number two. You okay. could split into three divisions of six, but then. How does that work with the Big Ten championship game? How does that get messy? And so yeah. my second option is if you have five protected opponents, meaning you have six pods of six, but they're not official. They're not on the standings. You have one big division of 18, but you have five protected opponents. So that being like for UW, that would be mm-hmm. the three West Coast, school, West Coast schools and maybe like Minnesota and Wisconsin, for instance. Yeah. Option number three is you have one big division of 18, kind of like what the Big Ten was moving towards, and they announced all the schedule and the protected opponents for their 16 division before UW and Oregon was announced, and you have like three protected opponents. So every year UW will play Oregon, USC, and UCLA, for instance, and then after that it's random. So I think it's one of those three. So to recap, nine team divisions, two divisions, number one, Number two, a big division, one big one, but scheduling pods where you have five protected opponents and the third one being like three protected opponents. And I think that's probably it because otherwise if you have three pods of six, the championship game gets really messy unless you add another championship, another Big Ten game, which gets weird. Which like, yeah, that's true. Sam, any thoughts? I just hope Wisconsin's in whatever our protected schedule is. I I want to beat the piss out of Wisconsin. You know what's funny and we didn't mention earlier is that Wisconsin was the rumor like Big Ten yeah. school that had a problem with yeah. UW and Oregon joining. And largely because they didn't they knew they'd get lumped in with the Western division and have to travel west and et cetera, et cetera. So traveling west is gonna be a bitch for these teams. Like Wisconsin they, gets a preview this year when they go to Wazoo, and so I know, like it yeah. is, 
a huge advantage to be bringing these boys over to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if it's going to be in that 7 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, yeah. Come kick on, it man. off at 10 p.m. Oh, easy money. Let's we want do that. It. Yeah. I mean, so I think the, the inverse great. could be said about Big Noon and UW playing in Madison at Not 9 a.m. Pacific it. time, but I'm like less worried about that. I feel like it's easier yeah. to wake up earlier than it is to like. Hey, Michigan, I mean, ever played Pac 12 after dark? Yeah. <laughs> you know what kind of crazy shit happens after dark, Michigan? I mean, think about that. You come over, you're waking up probably at like 5 or 6 a.m. Pacific time because that's what you're wired to. You got to stay up. And the game's not going to start for 14 hours. That's insane. But anyways, I mean, I, yeah, I think you bringing that up about Wisconsin is huge. I think it puts it, there was already a target there for us, like UW versus UW. Come Mm -hmm. on. Like Mm -hmm. we're the OGs. Everybody knows it. They they canceled the home and home on us too. They canceled the home and home. My brother-in-law went and went there Connor's neighbor is a big Wisconsin fan. Like, th- I will admit, I'm a, like a resident, you know, Big Ten Wisconsin fan. At like, in like I was year. too. This is until next. This is my last year. I was too. I was Wisco all the way, baby. And he's listening to this right now. So sorry, Brandon. But like, I mean, that shit's over. Done. Like, I'm already picking Wisco out as my Big Ten. Like, we got Oregon, and then we're going after Wisco. Over like USC, yeah. I don't know about, I don't that, know about that. Yeah, I agree. I don't know about that, but Wisconsin, yeah. The battle for UW for sure. Yeah. So, I think that would be fun. I I think it'll just be really fun to. There's some fun matchups these... ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing to mention is like we talk about the tradition that's been lost with the Pac-12 implosion and the Rose Bowl and all that that meant, but. In a lot of ways, you can also kind of look at this as just a mashed up Rose Bowl conference. I mean, Big Ten, Pac-12, Pac-10 history. I mean, you look at the matchups that UW, UCLA, and USC in particular have had with Ohio State, Michigan, Wisconsin, Penn State, Minnesota, Iowa, in the Rose Bowls have just been epic for 100 plus years. Oregon and, so, and me- recent memory too, like with Wisconsin. Okay, come on. Two, three years I ago. I left them no. out on purpose. I know you did, but I'm saying they had that a pretty didn't, epic battle I did with... not. That was not an invitation for you to bring that up. Oh, <laughs> God. I'll stop talking. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. No, uh, it, it was it was a good game. You know, it, it was. I mean, Oregon, Oregon won, so it wasn't that great of a game, but it was a good football game if you're, if you're a neutral party. Yeah. Personally, I hope that we end up doing what Justin was suggesting, the last option where you have three protected teams and then you it's kind of random after that because if you're looking at two divisions and you're probably just playing everyone in your division and then yeah, nine boring. conference games, so one from the East, like we're not going to play Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State very often. At that That's point, why right? I'm down on that idea because I, I think they're going to want to switch it up, and so I think that three. I think you're probably right. Is probably... I think you're probably right. Well, let's just ask Papa Fox. What is what does he want? Papa he doesn't Papa. want. He doesn't want. They want the flexibility of being able to have, like, a UW, Penn State, Saturday night game. A whiteout in Penn State. Whiteout or that, too. Yeah. yeah. Like they want the schedule flexibility. So I think I want us to go to a whiteout, dude. Like, 
Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be a pretty epic environment. As as shitty as that game was to go to Michigan for like a night game when they had 110,000 people in the stands. Yeah. It was a maze out or whatever. That was pretty epic. Like that was a pretty fucking cool atmosphere to watch on TV. Yeah. And I think the the I think Justin maybe brought it up off the top for initial reaction like UW fans need to get it together. Like these Big 10 environments like we need to make sure that around. we're ready to play. No yeah. more bitching about kickoff times and the no. weather and that sort of thing. And nope. I'm the one You're... to talk because I love watching football on the TV. But no more bitching about all these things. Like, got to show up. Yeah, but I hey, think Justin, when it comes down Justin, to we were at a suite for the Arizona game. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like, we went to go watch a football game, you know, yeah. in a suite for but me for a half. When it comes but... down to it, and... October, would you rather go to Seattle Husky Stadium to watch us play Arizona in the piss pouring rain? Or would you rather go and watch us play Michigan? Big difference. Like I think I think Husky Nation's gonna stand up in a pretty significant way. Uh, for but sure wanna... initially. For sure initially. I hope it sticks though. Yeah, and that's what I'm worried about for like our 2024 roster. But before we get into that, Jesus I do want to just yeah. like, I do want to like talk about say, let's just hypothetically go through like three protected opponents for UW. That's very obvious. It'll be Oregon, UCLA, USC. Yep. If we're looking at this map, like who are the other protected groups? So like Wisconsin, Minnesota have to play each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know so that probably Brandon Wis- thinks that, Brandon thinks that Illinois is probably their next biggest rival, but I think you I think you could go a number you could of debate different that. ways. Yeah, could be Northwestern. Obviously, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn yeah. State, probably Michigan State, or yeah. See, they probably will balance a bit of fairness into this too, and not yeah. like traditional rivals. Because if you're Michigan, it's like Ohio State, Michigan State, and Penn State, and that's going to be a shitstorm. Like that's but not I mean, gonna be fair. Yeah. Well, so. okay. Say the same thing about the West. Like UW, Oregon, USC, UCLA. Is- I mean, UCLA is gonna suck in the new conference. So really, it's Oregon and USC. Yeah, but like, that's a tough group. It is, but I I think the West has little option though. No, I I know, I know, I know, and I do think that they will do some sort of fairness. But like, like yeah, that would yeah, be like Michigan has to do Ohio State and Michigan State. I think so. They'll probably lump like freaking Rutgers with Michigan. Just just you watch, or they might do like Northwestern or right. Purdue or something. Yeah, yeah, yes, exactly. I bet you they do like Northwestern just to get like Chicago involved yeah. in like their marquee. Yeah, group. and Ohio State will be Michigan. It will be Penn State, and it'll be like Maryland. You know, just to yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, they definitely got to get this figured out. They have to do it soon too, pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fast. quickly because they had it figured out, and then now they don't. Yeah. So I was trying. They they announced a schedule right with this with the sixteen team conference. I think right? they did. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a follow to up to this: up. What does this do for our non conference now? So I know we had a Michigan game 
at home scheduled for that was like pushed out from the 2020 debacle season mm-hmm. to like 2028. I think all that stuff's up. I think everything's on the table. So you're just resetting the whole non-conference schedule at this point. I think so. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. May I? You might be right. I don't know. And I think we're seeing the trend in college football go that way too. Like we we're seeing major opponents pull out like a year or two before. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're gonna have to keep the Apple Cup. Like, yeah, I mean, you're basically looking at two slots, and you're probably trying to. I mean, you're. If I'm UW, you're probably trying to fill that with former Pac-12 schools. I don't know, like, or like a Boise State, or I mean, I know we're not playing Montana anymore. No, I mean, what's the Big Ten's normal out of conference been been like? Do they? Yeah, they play play like like East Michigan and Eastern Michigan and like Toledo. Toledo is a prompt, yeah. A lot of like the smaller Midwest yeah. schools. East Carolina, Bowling Green, UNLV. Yep, Bowling Green. UNLV is probably we just right, so the yeah, I just pulled up the athletic took a swag at putting okay, you know rearranging see. some games and they putting did? together oh, okay. a schedule for okay. UW in 2024. And this is only okay. the big I love it. schedule. All right, home. It's giving Oregon five home games in 2024 and UW four. In conference. Oh, fuckers. In conference? Yeah, because you switch off every other year. Okay, so then we have... Do we, we have all three non-conference games, I guess, at home, technically, then? Uh, I don't know. It's only doing conference I think games. it's usually seven and five, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, so home. USC. Mm-hmm. Iowa. Purdue. Penn State. Woo! Okay. Penn State like at that. home would be fun. <laughs> On the road, UCLA. Good. Oregon. I mean, we'll be for sure away at Oregon in 2024 because yeah. they're home this year. UCLA, Oregon, Maryland. Oh, Oof, yeah. Michigan State again. No worries. They're not going to do that. Yeah. Well, they they tweaked it based on not blowing up the current schedule they had. So they tried to like move okay. it yeah. around. No, no, no. Keep going. I'm saying I'm saying so I don't. UCLA, Oregon, up, Maryland, Michigan State, Wisconsin. Hell yeah. Wisconsin Hell in. Yeah. So that avoids oh, wow. Ohio State and Michigan. Michigan. I yeah. love that shit. <laughs> Give me that schedule. For the 2024 roster, which let's talk about real quick, because oofta. It's unless we pull a neon Dion and flip this motherfucker. Hey, you know, that's not the question anymore, though, yeah. because think of I said this pre-show like Oregon State, if they don't get into the Big 12, like, hello, Beavers. We'll just hey. take like your players, thank you very much. I'll take that running back. That's for damn Woo! sure. I'd love that running back. Yeah. So a lot in the possibility for sure there. So yeah, but needless to say, we are losing a lot of starting yeah. caliber. Yeah. Like, our starting lineup is going to be really different. I mean, Penix will be gone. Our left tackle, right tackle will be gone. Our starting two maybe three wide receivers could be gone our starting center is probably gone but i don't know if that's like a no well, yeah for graduation. tight ends probably gone yep defense probably returns a lot more i mean you probably lose eddie yeah you're lose losing Tuli. yeah you're Brilliant losing trice Asa, right Asa, ZTF, jabbar trice. muhammad yeah probably. i mean we're yeah, losing, losing a lot of players i mean we're gonna return like 
eight five starters. starters. Yeah. yeah. I think I think eight's generous, dude. I'm I out think of twenty two. You probably got. Let's see. I mean, I mean, yeah. Hampton's Both edges gonna be are gone. gone. Powell's probably gone. Guys, I'm telling you, we're hitting the transfer portal hard. Though we're gonna, have I'm sure we will, and I don't I'm think sure we're we gonna be like this season. No way in shape and form. But no. I, I, for 2024, if we have that schedule, I'm thinking like a seven and five, eight and four season is. Dude, on the I'd be pumped. Probably at probably this point. Fair. Probably I mean, fair. Realistically, that's probably fair. I think eight and four would be the goal. Right. That would be amazing with the roster. I mean, like, this year, I mean, we're hyped beyond. It should be a decent day. debut in the Big Ten with know, like, like Dylan Morris at fucking quarterback. So, Lord help me hmm. if that happens. Apparently, he looks better now. I'm a no, little bit of a conspiracy theorist here. I'm not. I don't think it's out of the question that Sam Hewitt returns and he's the quarterback in 2024. No, I think he's. He gone. has a dynamite year at Cal Poly and Damon's still hanging around. I will say, just saying. I think DeBoer is like, kid, you're not, you don't got it. Is this the English break. Premier League? We loaned him to Cal Poly for a year and he comes back and tears Maybe. it up. A little bit of a conspiracy theorist here, but yes. Dude, if that happens, I will buy you a what bottle you of whiskey. Me? A nice one. You probably do that anyway, but yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> A nice one, meaning uh, Buffalo but... Trace. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I guess with this news, so that we know the 2024 roster is in trouble. We've talked about Wisconsin being the new rival. Is that is that your... Probably, yeah. I Big think Ten, Minnesota is a close, close Minnesota, second. Minnesota, okay. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Rose Bowl history, it's mostly Minnesota, Iowa, and Wisconsin, right? For UW. For UW? Yeah, I, I mean, Michigan, so. Michigan, but yeah, yeah, but mostly those four. We haven't really played Ohio State, obviously. Well, recently, it's the most recent but... one, recent, yeah. but yeah, no, we haven't played them very much in in history. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be, I think it'd be Michigan, yeah, Iowa, Wisconsin, Minnesota. I also yeah, think just probably. like the parallels between the Big Ten and the Pac-12 throughout history, like UW and Wisconsin mimic each other in so many ways like they're both very good academic research institutions they're both like very respectable athletic programs but have always kind of been second fiddle to michigan ohio state usc ucla historically so sure i think they just you, if you go down the line and put like best against best like uw and wisconsin are right kind of in the same tier of our respective historical conferences. So I think that makes sense. Yeah. So if you're circling a date on the calendar, say the schedule's out in 2024, 2025, let's say 2025. Cause I feel like the roster is going to be in a better position in 2025 yeah. than 2024. Mm-hmm. If you're circling a road date on the calendar, that Emerald city fandom, the crew is, is going to, is going to travel to. Oh, where would you want to go? What, what stadium in the big 10? Are you circling on the calendar that you want to go? I mean, Same. I for me personally, just with the family connection, like I'd want to go Wisconsin. to Madison, Camp yeah. Randall, and have Will like hook us up, do some tailgating, have a good time. That'd be fun. Go I'd to bring the game, Brandon go along. To the bars, we'd like we yeah. 
Yeah. I think that would be the best, like whether it's the best like stadium and environment, I think it's a damn good stadium it's and up environment. There. It's up there. It's probably not number one in my books alone, but like with the connections yeah. that we have, just the group that we'd be able to go with, I think that would be the best experience. Sure. I mean, That's I right. agree with Wisconsin, but just to be different, I'll say another one. Um I've always wanted to do a Penn State whiteout. I think that yeah, would be awesome would be really to fun. Yeah. experience. Massive College Station, whatever. What is it? Is it College Park? College Station? No, College, college Station Park Texas, is yeah. uh, Maryland. What's what's Penn State? Anyway, it becomes whatever town that is. It becomes State the College. Third, State College. There we go. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It becomes Original. the third, the third largest town in Pennsylvania when Penn State plays behind pittsburgh and philadelphia oh, that's kind of wild <laughs> so I, I i would be pumped to see that i feel like yeah. i'm gonna have the cop-out answer with michigan but yeah yeah i'd love to go to ann arbor i think that'd be really cool i think what's the best tailgating in the big Ten? i think it's wisconsin right wisconsin's probably up there i yeah. mean wisconsin's right there on the lake it's like it's tough to beat. Honestly, Northwestern is kind of a cool like spot. Isn't like just I don't know Chicago, if this is true, but... but I I heard a rumor that in Madison, like they allowed you to drink on campus on Saturdays or something. Like alcohol was just probably yeah, Wisconsin's kind of yeah. crazy, dude. Like <laughs> I mean, Madison's like they drink Pullman wishes they would be. Mm. Like it's the state capital. Yeah but it's a total college town. I think it would be epic. That would yeah, be fun. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. I think that's all three of us. Like, like that's probably number one for all three of us, but we gave some different answers just to have a discussion there. It's not, yeah, I mean, uh, Piscataway, New Jersey. No, definitely not. I, I think is East Lansing would be fun too. Yeah. yeah. I just don't think they're very good. I have a buddy that went to Michigan State, so I yeah. I think it'd be fun. I mean, Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State would be higher for me. Yeah. That's fair. Champaign, Illinois? No. I've been there, done that. That'd be like the bottom of the list. Not interested. Bloomington, not, not interested. No. Uh, Lincoln, City. Nebraska could be cool. Iowa actually would be pretty cool. Iowa would be cool. At Lincoln, night. Nebraska, because Nebraska is probably going to suck. I don't know who knows with Ryan or what's his name, not Ryan Day. Um, Matt fuck. Rule, Matt Scott Rule. Frost, Matt Rule. Oh, now they have Frost Matt Rule. Is gone, yeah. yeah, yeah, Matt Rule as coach. They could get. The they could fuck be did good. Matt Rule take that job? Big money. Yeah, I think they could get good with him. Nebraska would be fun too. I've got family in Omaha, so that would be fun. I think Iowa might be above Nebraska for me, just because they have the wave. The wave with the hospital, yeah, it's cool. That'd be cool to witness. Copycat. It's probably anticlimactic, but like I don't know. Oh, like know. they I, actually wave. Cool, it's a cool. Yeah, they heart turn and wave to the children's hospital. It's like a children's hospital. Yeah. Like they wave it all. Oh, okay, like, now I feel like an asshole. Stuff. Yeah, I feel like an act. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were talking about the wave, like you know, no, the no, stadium, no, the wave. No, I'm like, no, we no, created no. that. 
like why would that be cool to go to iowa no, city it's like it? a like a like a high yeah right? yeah okay uh, gotcha yeah yeah they do My it between badness. the third and fourth quarter i think my badness Meanwhile, bottom of the list Wisconsin would be Rutgers, jump around. Rutgers and probably Northwestern. I mean, Maryland's got to be down there too. Northwestern would be cool. Like that's a that's a cool venue. Like that's right. On I the don't know. There'd well. be nobody there. It's like going to Stanford, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. like, might as well just go to Chicago. For like, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, to Chicago, like you have a like great skip town the game. To be in. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Maybe if you can like pair it with a Bears game, you there could you sell me on it. Sure, I've never been before to Chicago, they so. before they tear down Soldier Field. Yeah, I think Maryland would be down there for me, but personally, yeah, and no one wants lots to of Maryland. options. Lots of it, options. It's there's a lot of um a lot of intrigue around around this new it's going to be a fascinating topic for us to discuss you know over the over the coming months as this season progresses but obviously we have a lot to look forward to this season as well like that it all yeah. things being said 2024 and beyond like that's that's in the future like right now we have a hell of a swan song for the Pac-12 conference as far as the talent in it the teams in it and what what UW could do specifically um this this year so i'm really excited for the 2023 we'll probably break down the roster in either next episode or or the one after that uh before the season for sure before the season though yeah <laughs> we'll yeah. break down the roster can't wait to start football talk now we've been Dude, talking about media rights and we're nonsense. we're knee deep in it now nonsense we're knee deep in it yeah well i mean it this is still fun, though. It is, but it's, topics you know, fun. now we're getting to football season and this UW exciting. There's no cupcakes on the schedule. We got Boise State Tulsa. to kick off the Tulsa. season. Yeah. Tulsa, yeah, but at least they're D1, you know. And they're, they, they were a bowl team last year. Right, yeah. yeah. So they're like yeah. a real team. You know, it's not like Montana coming to town, right? So Don't do that. What's that? I wasn't even here for that, so thank God. <laughs> yeah, you were on your honeymoon, weren't you? No, no, I wasn't married yet. I was in Greece though. And so I Oh, woke you're in up, Greece. That's right. I woke up to like bad things happen when I travel. Last two times yeah. I've traveled during Husky games were that game against Montana. And I woke up to like I swear like 75 text messages or something. <laughs> Mostly for me and Connor. No, I that I'm only including that. There was a couple others, but that's yeah. <laughs> and then the other one, I went to Spain in 2019, and that was UW versus Cal. And I remember waking oh, up, and the game no. was still going on. I was really confused. I thought ESPN was broken. Yeah. yeah. I remember that. I remember both times texting you just being pissed. <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, don't come home. Just stay wherever you're at. So Inept I will be in offense. Canada this year. When? Labor Day weekend against Boise State. Oh, no. Just FYI. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, Canada and Washington pretty much. It's like, the, it's not in Europe, going to, though. Are you going to BC or? Yeah, we're going up to Desolation Sound. Probably. Yeah, okay. Now, same, yeah. same. It, we're, yeah. It's, we're all good. Same it time zone. Nervous. Same time zone, yes. No, we're chilling. <laughs> He's going to be able to watch the game. It'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Will he? 
Yeah, if you're going to like fucking uh, yeah, because you're voting up, so yeah, it's yeah, I'll still be in twelve thirty kick. Yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be in service and stuff. Yeah, so I won't be like out of touch. Yeah, so we're okay. Okay, everybody relax. We're gonna be fine. The I'm curse should be okay. But I will be in Europe during Apple. Boise Cup State's weekend. no cupcake, baby. I mean, we gotta. I will be in Europe during Apple Cup weekend, Connor. No, you fuck's won't. your problem, dude? <laughs> Cancel that. <laughs> Cancel. I'm gonna like write in a bomb threat on your behalf. <laughs> what what part of Europe? Uh, on Apple Cup Day, I'll be in Strasbourg, France. No, you won't. Yeah. No, oh no, I won't. you're gonna be in a jail cell and see. <laughs> <laughs> I will have you arrested so you stay in the states. Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, wow. We Good talk, guys. Wrap this. Yeah. Should we? Yeah, we probably should. Um, it's getting late. <laughs> what a discussion, though, guys. This was a fascinating topic to to delve into, and I'm glad that we were able to cover so many topics tonight. And in as far as like the the outline of college football and where it's headed, and what that means for UW, and you know, kind of the the good and the bad of of everything. So. Looking forward to this season, though. We'll we'll talk more specifically about this season and coming episodes, um, as well as you know, we got a Hawks preseason game coming coming up this this Thursday. Yeah. So, it's, yep. I mean, we're full head in football season at this point. Not to mention, gotta give them a bone here, Mariners. Oh, <laughs> oh, Connor swallowed the hook oh. and sinker. <laughs> Sixty and fifty-two, one five straight. They're the same record as they were through 112 games last year. Just saying. That's Just pretty saying. awesome. Two and, and a half games and out by of the, the way, that, that four-game sweep of the Angels. Big time. Shohei Beautiful. watching from the other dugout being like, I want Shohei to wants there. Shohei, yeah. Shohei wants the D, and the D is Seattle. Yep. <laughs> All right. On that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening, folks. As always, we appreciate the support. <laughs> subscribe and follow if you haven't already leave us a message via the spotify for podcasters link in our description until next time our outro is as good as our intro baby go dogs